Thank you so much for turning into poor baby. Thank you for turning into the forecast today. This is going to be a wonderful show. We're so excited to bring it to you. <coughs> I found out the same time as the listeners that were calling it the forecast. <coughs> the poor ca- the forecast. Yeah. The pork cast, because we're a couple slices of meat. You know what I'm saying, brother? What's up? How are you feeling today? I feel on top of the world. Top, top of the world, babe. So who knows? Top, top of the world. What will ruin that, but as it stands right now, feeling pretty hype. Yeah. What you got planned today? You got to drive a little bit? Probably, yeah. I'm probably going to go to the gym straight from here. Then I'm probably going to go hang out with my little one. What day is it at the gym today? Leg day? Uh, I'm going to do arms. Arms? Yeah, so it's my first day back in a long time. How long? Uh, I have gone maybe five times this year. Okay. But in the three months leading up to January, I went almost every day. Oh, okay. Why'd you fall off the wagon? My butthole. Oh, your hemorrhoid? Mm-hmm. And is that over? is over it's gonna be i suppose ouch yeah i think it's okay does it still hurt not really i still gotta be careful what'd you do with it what'd you do to get rid of it uh originally i tried all the things the internet says and uh kind of was touch and go and then i started fasting uh and then that really helped because i really wasn't pooping is this really how you want to Start off today? What do you have instead? To start off with? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess let's talk about butts. So you started fasting and that cleared up your hemorrhoid? I mean, to an extent, yeah, it helped a lot. Man, fasting is amazing, huh? Yeah, it's uh it's there's something to it for sure. I mean I see it as like a miracle science. I'm almost positive I have a contact high right now. You really think, you think I feel so? a little bit high. <laughs> well, you, we are more enclosed today than we usually are. Is that it? Maybe. I but was kind of... I do believe that's a thing. Do you think maybe it's the incense just kind of putting you in the mood? Could be. Because I got an incense I am going. fucking horny as hell. You're is horny that, right now? Yeah. Weird. A little high, a little horny. How's your wife? Who? Your wife? Uh, she's all right. She's like she's kind of going through it at work, but really, yeah. You want me to give you a nug of weed and you can roll her a joint and y'all can fuck it out tonight? Uh, we have some weed and we do sometimes uh, partake together, but we never ever fuck while we're high. You know, it makes you last like way longer, right? I just don't. I've done it once and it felt really good, but I had to constantly work. On my, like, anxiety. Yeah, but when... Okay, so when you smoke weed, the anxiety and paranoia comes from the elevated heart rate you're experiencing from the drug. So I always find that if I just sit there and think about the fact that it's accelerating my heart rate, the paranoia goes away, and then I'm just kind of stoned thinking, like, man, it's crazy how that made me feel paranoid, you know? Yeah. I think that's maybe pseudoscience you're throwing my way. No. Oh, I mean, I, I've worn an Apple Watch. I've observed this in myself. You're saying I'm an idiot? I'm saying it's probably not just that. 
Okay. I have something I want to talk about today. Okay. I really don't know how to talk about it. <clears throat> okay. Well, you're in a so you know free place right now. You know my dad is a is a Bigfoot hunter. I do now. Yeah, you didn't know that about me. I don't think did I? As you drink from your Yeti. Anyway, my dad is a Bigfoot hunter. Now, there's a difference between a Bigfoot believer and somebody that actively goes out and hunts or tries to find. I hope he's not I would say that kill. our podcast has probably one one hundredth of the following that my dad's Bigfoot podcast has. Oh, his, uh, he does a podcast? Uh, it's a YouTube TV show. Uh-huh. And it's very successful. He won an award last year. If it's very successful, one one hundredth might not be. That's maybe a little generous to us. <laughs> so, well, we're getting, we're starting to get some listeners. Fuck yeah! According to the metrics, we're almost to fifty listeners every week. In the Matrix. In the yeah, in the Whoa. in the Zuckerverse. <laughs> oh boy, uh, I'm gonna die. No, so not only is he serious about it, he's like respected in the community. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Mm. And how does that make you feel? It's fine. I've adjusted to it. My mom is so wise. I asked my mom about it once. I said, Mom, don't you think it's kind of embarrassing? (laughs) Like, you go to work functions and he's wearing a big, you know, I saw big Bigfoot saw me, but nobody believes him t-shirt. He has a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> she bought him that as a gift. She, I said, don't you think it's kind of crazy? My mom says, he he treats me well. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to buy a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Although, if you ever fucking ran into him, Bigfoot could be a lot more dangerous than some bike. Well, they believe they're peaceful. He should change the hunting part of it then. It's more like Bigfoot finding. You hunt for, yeah, searching for the truth. Okay. Well, so, really, the proper term that he would use is cryptozoology research. Hell yeah. Yeah. Paracrypted research. Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to have their thing. Now I'm thinking of it like from your mom's point of view. So here's the other thing where this lines up. This is kind of like. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I have a feeling that this person is probably going to listen to the podcast. Hell yeah. But um, I met someone recently and they're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like really getting along. I don't have anything to offer anyone financially and I'm about to actually move to Austin. So I'm not sure what I would exactly be looking for. But the chemistry is great. We get along really well. We have a lot of the same problems, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like things we've dealt with anyway everything's going great we're on the phone for like five hours the other night just talking on the phone Mm -hmm. and then they brought up adrenochrome that stuff that the kids from mad max fury road spray on their mouths no Uh, this is what the pedophiles get from the pineal glands of children or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, sir, seriously, 
You're like, oh, please let that be kind of like a low-key deadpan joke. you know, I won't say anything about who they are. They're like, um, it makes me really sad that we live in a world where that kind of stuff happens. They kept saying that. And I just wanted to, you know, I feel like because mm, my dad hunts Bigfoot, I have the emotional intelligence experience points to be like, not a dick about that. Mm -hmm. Like, not be like, you sound fucking insane. But, um, I mean, I did some reading about it, you know, I'm trying to, I tried to like, Get, use a VPN and read some like truly unbiased stuff. It does. It doesn't make sense to me at all. It seems really, really far fetched. Yeah, I think I think it's almost like the Bigfoot thing in that you have to do like a double think. You have to have some kind of cognitive dissonance to be able to believe everything that lets you be a functioning member of society and then separately believe this other thing yeah because a lot of like the the process that it is is uh, i mean hunter s thompson is a great writer but he was on fucking acid when he wrote that book Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where you have a right as an individual I suppose believe whatever you want. Of course, yeah. Um, and people see more information on a daily basis than ever before, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at no point in human history have we been exposed to this much information just general inform true and false mm-hmm. important non-important we are constantly being bombarded with new information so to decide what information is good and what information is bad is very difficult right for dumb people mm. <laughs> No. no no i'm kidding my I... dad's not dumb he's a really smart guy if you talk to him he's very emotionally intelligent and he's like quick you know but yeah. okay well here's i will say this and now i'm being more serious is that the bigfoot thing is like sort of a hobby there's a shirt that says i believe in bigfoot that whole seems like more of a hobby from the outside to me the adrenochrome thing, you probably also believe every other conspiracy. No one just believes in one conspiracy theory. That's very true. Because even my dad believes that other monsters exist. And he believes that um, maybe they've gone extinct or they are being hidden for some reason. Which, again, that's that double think where you're talking about. Why? Why would they hide Big- Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. Do you know how much money the fucking government would make being like, here's a guided tour through the Bigfoot area. And we're going to like, imagine, you know, like tiger safaris where like you can be five feet away from a tiger, but you're safe. Imagine like you can see like a, a mama Bigfoot and a baby Bigfoot. Why would they not 
fucking do that. Because they're trying to weaponize it. The, what What are they weaponizing, though? They're going to do the experience, find out how Bigfoot is only twice as big as us, it's but just eight hard. times as strong. It's hard because it's so easy for the brain to do that, where it fills in that necessary information, that, that it makes that mm-hmm. logical jump. Oh, and it can filter out any criticism of that, because it just... Once it something once something feels true and makes sense to you, mm-hmm. you're just gonna more likely stick to that, no matter what happens. Yeah, that's the way you're engineered to defend your beliefs. Dude, there are several hundred people in this country that are religious, like deeply like Christian. Yeah, but even to for you to say that, like that's crazy because maybe they're right. Like, how do you know that they're not right? I don't. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I want to say, like, with the this person that believes in the pedophile thing. I just think part of it, to me, a lot of what it feels like is that the idea that all of the sex trafficking happens because a lot of people like to fuck kids. Like, that's really hard to stomach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to like put celebrity face to it and say it's like secret vampires who run the government. It's easier to believe that there's a hundred super evil people than just like a lot of people are shitty. A lot of people are half evil. Yeah. Although I don't think you can call pedophilia evil. I think it's just... Whoa. Like... <laughs> Were you molested? No. The people who do that... Th- don't do just that. It's not like you accidentally do it once. It's like it's like a whole thing. It's like this this a, addictive cycle. It's like a goal, a mission. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just happen once. No, it's more of like an obsession. Suddenly. It's your setup. You're, it's organized. There's people who do that. Make sure. Oh, it's got to be the most premeditated crime ever because it. You well, couldn't just go out and do it like you could go out and. And a lot of the consequences from, like a lot of the the damage I have is not from, the one time that actual physical, touching occurred. It was more like. Showing me porn all the time when I was seven years old, mm-hmm. and telling me that teaching me to cuss and like say really derogatory things about sex, you know, all the time when I was seven, Mm -hmm. you know, just so that I would be more. And then it's like, Hey, don't tell anybody that I'm showing you this stuff. So then later when that thing happens, it's not, uh, it's not weird. Trust issues for life. Yeah. Well, it's not weird to be like, hey, don't tell anybody that. Because you've already set up that some of the stuff we're doing is yeah too cool for school. So, you know, it is evil. All right, I guess. And, you know, but people can be driven to evil and not. I guess when I think of evil, I think of like a person who's pure, bad, and a villain. And as much as that's probably the worst thing you could do as a person's action, 
I think you're just a very sick person. Dude, did you hear about the guy who um, he got punched out? I can't remember what restaurant. It was a fast food restaurant, and this guy died. He uh, he, he got called punched so hard he died. Yeah, that's why employee. I don't punch people. Um, well, he was calling this guy. The guy messed up his order, I guess, <laughs> and he called him the N word multiple times. So this guy gets punched out by this 26-year-old, falls backward, cracked. He's a 77-year-old, mm-hmm. and he's in there screaming the N-word in this guy's face, who's like this young black guy, and he, you know? And uh, I think he even they even say in the report, he goes, if you call me that one more time, I'm going to hit you in the face. And was this, did you say it was recorded on somebody's phone? Yeah, it was like, it, it was at the register, so it was on the camera or whatever. Oh, the and then there was like camera. a whole court litigation about it. This guy didn't get; he got like one year of like disciplinary probation where mm-hmm. he doesn't have any court fees or stuff like that. Because so they do more digging on this guy that is calling this guy the n word over the counter at the Popeyes. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker deserved to die, dude. He had like four counts of keeping child pornography, and he had just been let out. On he had like a really good lawyer, and I'm just thinking. That's the type of guy who just goes around and fucks the world up, man. That guy probably is trying to get adrenochrome out of kids' bodies. More than Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Does Hillary Clinton strike you as competent enough to run something like that? She fucks up everything she tries to do. So, like, how is she going to run a secret pedophilia ring? She hasn't done anything productive in 20 fucking years. Dude. No, I think she would be <laughs> I think she would be a part of it without having any desire sexually towards children. <laughs> she just loves power that much. She just wants to be towards the top of whatever organization. Yes, we can. She's like, no, I'm not a lizard person, but I have a good relationship with the lizard people. I supply them with <laughs> them. They can suck their dicks. Oh, yeah, she's no. Just, she's just a networker. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it puts me in a weird place because I'm like defending Hillary Clinton now. <laughs> I'm like, she's not a secret blood pedophile, okay? Well, she's just a terrible the- politician. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, what if... Do you think that I'm going to get ghosted now by this person because I brought it up on air? I don't know. I didn't say anything. That's Maybe maybe that's like, if you love something, let it go. No. If you love something... I don't love anything. Talk about its... I've not... <laughs> I'm I'm learning ideas. Possibly I've never setting. loved. I don't I don't think I've ever loved before, Steve. Oh man, I love everybody I date for like two weeks. I, you know, is that love though, or was it affection? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just like I like a lot of gift giving and stuff like that. And then when I was younger, I, is it love to take advantage of somebody's kindness and support for three months because you're an alcoholic and you can't live your own life? you believe it in your heart then yeah it's love. <laughs> love's not an actual tangible oh uh so do you want to play a game now we just hit 20 minutes we might have to because 
We got pretty. We started off with my butthole. Who knows? Out of the listeners, we got percentage. some. I feel like we taught. We tackled some big topics. Yeah. Then we got real heavy. You know, I don't think it's that big of a. I mean, most. Here's here's the deal, okay? You're telling me there's not one person that believes in the adrenochrome thing that's not like, all right, I got to get some of that. Everybody that believes in it is on the good. Yeah, but you can buy adrenochrome over the counter. Like, we could go to Walgreens and buy some right now. Hmm, but kids' dicks is like the mother load of exactly. it. Exactly. No, no, no. Not even really. You can make it. You can make it like diamonds, dude. You can just make it in a lab in plentiful amounts, and it's exactly chemically the same. And it's not. I'm not even sure that you can extract it from people like that. It's like foggy science. Maybe we should talk about this off air, but should we fucking get into this? It doesn't Dang. do that, dude. You can read um, reviews of people who have taken it. I mean, if you want to take some together to see what it's like, we can ha- both get migraine headaches and take a four-hour nap. Because that's what people Maybe say. Maybe put it on the Patreon. Yeah. Buy Steve and Colton <laughs> a tree to grow. Do we have a Patreon yet? Can you set that up? Because I'm doing the podcast page. Yeah, I could definitely do the fucking Patreon. Are we going to get any money? No. If we could get a MacBook instead of this... 2005 Honda Civic (laughs) of a computer, then we would be able to do a lot better audio. Because I have two Yetis. Oh, fuck. I have two Yeti mics, um, but we have to use the PA setup like this. For now. I think it sounds great. It automatically turns off after a little bit. I wrote this one today. it and you play it again all right everybody stand up uh turn to page eight this is oh great praise to thee on high oh great praise to thee oh great praise to thee on high oh great praise be god i love my favorite god on high so I'm not crazy. <laughs> Those songs, the melody goes with the tune of the music, right? Can I get some fucking credit for how much I just nailed that shit? You dude? F- I got out of my chair. What else do you want? I can't do much else. I just improv. I had to take a fucking lap. Give me another one, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's time for the character game. Okay. 
brand new game. If this is your first week listening to Poor Baby, you pick a fucking good one. Because we got a... <laughs> the character game. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Pull out the card, Steve. Alright, I'm gonna give you this blue one. Oh, okay, thank you. That's mine. No, you. I take yours and you take mine. Wait, so, okay. Yeah, just well, like the other way. If there are suggestions, way. then I get to pick which one I want to do, right? No. Wait. Yes, you're right. Okay, yeah, so you pick for me off the ones that you wrote down. This is the last part I'm going to play. All right, we're going to start the character game now. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Well, you're going to have to throw down some ground rules, maybe for the audience as well, but also for Stevie. Because... Okay, so me and Steve, um, I've been collecting, like, I call them five-second characters for a while now. Um, this is kind of stolen from Zach Galifianakis. I was going to use these for a different podcast I was working on, but that's not really coming to fruition. And as much as this one is actually starting to be kind of good and funny, so I'm just going to start using these for this. Starting. And uh, what it is, is it's 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 like really basic character ideas, and me and Steve are going to give them to each other. And then we'll probably do, we'll probably find a sound cue to cue us in every time. And then, um, and then um, we can um, do the character for a second. And it's improv. So we're just going to have a, just a regular conversation, and it'll just keep going, but we'll switch characters during it we can maybe do like a small interview with each character so like when you when i give you a character you introduce yourself as the character and then we'll like you know and try to be just establish Colton. a little bit of the personality yeah and then we can uh, just move on to the next one how does that sound does that sound sounds, i'm not i never claimed to be a great improviser okay and um oh we should use this one because i i know how to make this okay this is how i'm going to do it it's the thanks button just uh-huh, so uh-huh. okay all right. Uh, first up on the show today, we have our first guest. It's a lizard in a human suit. And I want to thank you for coming in today. Thank you, thank you for having me, Colton. <laughs> excellent. Seriously, excellent. this is a great honor. Honor, yes. Honor is very important to the reptilian people, is it not? It's our main thing. Yeah. Honor, power, glory, blood. That is our credo. <laughs> In the reptile world, if you're caught being dishonorable or stealing, <laughs> we cut your tail off. Your tail? Doesn't it grow back? It does, but it <laughs> sucks to have it not there for a while. Okay. Uh, what's your name, Lizzie? Lizard? Human? Freudian Slip. You just called me Lizzie, so. <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie? That's my middle name. It's actually Edward Lizzie Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did you feel about that first character? I feel fine. Was that on the list that I looked at earlier? Yeah, right. It was the second one. Nice. All right. And uh, now it's my turn. So you'll obviously you'll bring me on and then you'll thank me for coming in and that's when I'll come in. Okay. Uh start at the bottom. You have to tell me the character before you thank me. So I have Oh, say it. Then. So I have the song to get ready to get. Oh, got it, got it, got it. All right. Uh coming up next on the pod, 
This is a coked up idea, man. Coked up idea, man. I want to thank you for coming on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Anytime you need me, man. You know, uh, hey, you got any uh, other things you wanted to talk about today besides just the uh, the, the the stuff we had? Uh, you know, because I I got a TV show I was working on, and it's a guy about a it's about a guy who okay he owns a car wash right, but it, the water right the water is supplied by a local restaurant sewage water, so he, it goes crazy. Okay, I don't know if that's going to be the best. TV. What do you think of it? Like, maybe I understand it doesn't have a lot of legs. What about like just make a bit like a one episode, maybe two episode mini series? A little mini series about the sewage water. You got a name for are the you, sewage hey, water? Are, did I make you mad or something? No, I'm just trying to. Did I'm, I make you? Did I say something to upset you? No, I'm just trying to give like some are we cool? constructive feed. Are, hey, bro, are we cool? You got a weird look. Because I love God, dude. And if you don't fucking love God, we're not cool. I wonder if there's a way we could monetize okay. our mutual love for God. You know yeah, what I mean, because like, I was thinking maybe like I had a podcast, right? And it's about a guy, and he's like, a, he's like an alcoholic. He's like addicted, maybe to like a drug, but like a, you know, maybe maybe alcohol, right, or something like that, right? Okay, so like he's a, um, okay, so he's like his name's Frank, dude. This guy's name is Frank. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Frank, and like he's addicted to alcohol, and like he like. It's hard, dude. You know, it's rough for him. Does Frank love God? Uh, Frank doesn't love God, but maybe he could come to love God and people could know that, you know, like, because I love God. Do you not love God? Is that? No, I love God, dude. Yeah. Every time you say that, you get a little closer to me. Because <laughs> I, f- I fuck with God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. You're a pretty good cooked up idea, man. All right. I'll right. Say that. All right, next up on Poor Baby, I, I am so excited to welcome to the show today um, uh, this guy. He, he's he been working in the area for a while. Uh, he does uh, he does a lot of stuff around here. He's a pro-choice mobster. A pro-choice mobster. And uh, pro-choice mobster, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, I fucking didn't come on your show. I showed up at your door. Cause you owe me money. That's why I showed up with these two fucking guys. I don't do shit. These guys. I'm sorry, I, mob, mob man. I, I, I had to pay for my girlfriend's abortion. Are you fucking kidding me right now? She got an abortion. And that's what you needed to borrow money from me for? Yeah. Why didn't you fucking say so? I showed up with these goons. I know. You know your goons. Maybe they could have just beat up my. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. I don't I think mean, that was funny. I don't think that's funny. I'm sorry I said that. You know, we're in Texas. Sometimes the only people you can turn to are your goons, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that went I'm south. S- I tanked your character. I'm so sorry about that. I I regret that. I might edit it out, <laughs> don't to edit be honest. It out. Because just keep in that, but also keep in your regret. I feel like it's... That's relatable, right? As a comic, you're like, oh, I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's more regrettable is maybe my generic mobster. It was, uh, I, I, you know. I'm not a character guy. That was the best I was going to do, I think. I, I did a bad job because I shut down the character too early. I should have let you find your groove for a second. You want to take another one instead of It was of like a sweet release when you cut that character. <laughs> that felt like he established his point of view on abortion. He established <laughs> that he was a dangerous mobster. And then... He was over. I yeah. thought it was beautiful. Well, you know, 
that's all you got to do in improv. You don't have to necessarily be funny. You just have to meet the goal. All right. All right. Do you want to do one? No, I'm, 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 I'm going to have you on the show. All right. All right. All right. Coming up next on Poor Baby, this guy uh, actually requested to be on the show, which is uh, first. Uh, we did not reach out to him, but he seems really interesting. Everybody give it up for the overly confident loser. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. What's up, dude? Uh, I mean, you have a lot of things we could talk about. Right. You're a collector. Uh, you, uh, know, you don't have that exciting of a job, but you seem right. excited about it. I work at a museum. That's that's fine. I mean, that's that's nice. As a custodian. You would think it's worse, but it's actually better. Oh, okay, so you get to see... Everything. When it's closed. Like, I clean after hours, you know, man. I'm alone with history. Wow, that is... You're still kind of just sweeping and then mopping. The, 16 I mean, an hour, dude. That's... Well, that's... Hey, that's... I mean, I don't even need another job, dude. I could retire on 16, man. Okay, so you're a homeowner. You, you've used your job. No, I mean, I rent an apartment. With... I have a roommate. That's how I'm going to retire. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have a roommate. Yeah, that can really help out, you know. I mean, it's not just half on the rent, but you. Because can... I don't even mind having a roommate. Like, you know, we're cool. It's not about money, really. It's just that we're such good friends. Okay, so your roommate, you guys get along. Y'all hang out. I mean, yeah, we of... we we you know. He's like a a gamer guy, and so it's kind of hard to have people over, maybe because he's like always in his room and. <laughs> If we make any noise, then, like, he kind of yells at me in front of everybody. And, like, I'm not trying to be a dick, so I'm not going to yell at him back, right? I don't want I don't want my friends to think it's two-sided, right? But, you know, I t- if, if I ever have a girl over, I tell him, hey, <laughs> noise is going to happen, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's up? Right. Do you have a lot of girls over? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Overly confident loser, everybody. Give it up for him. <laughs> that was good, man. That one felt that one felt good. All right, uh, one more for you, Steve. How's yeah, that? I got I got maybe one more in me. I think I kind of have to pee. I know we're only we're actually doing pretty good time now. We're pretty far into this. Yeah, I think you're gonna have to hold it because all right, we're doing a podcast. All right, all right. This I think you're right. When I sound checked, I was like, "This is how I intend to talk," <laughs> and then I didn't. This next guy coming to the stage, uh, coming. Oh, wow, me. You're doing great. I'm warming up for my pot, my, my open mic tonight. <clears throat> this next, uh, this next guest on the show, um, he, you know, interesting background. We never had a guest like this before. Um, I'll just say this. He, he's got a fresh perspective. Please give it up for a 16 year old. What's up, Colton? Can I call you Colt, bro? Because uh, that's cool because it's like a horse and it's also your name for short. It's uh, also a gun. This is... Yeah, but that's a Colt 45. And that's a fucking loser age, bro. <laughs> I'm a Stevie 16 pumping adrenochrome out my dick like you wouldn't <laughs> believe. I mean... 
I fucking skateboarded over here and it was just a trail of adrenochrome on the sidewalk. Old creepy guys were behind me trying to lap it up before it dried. Oh my god. I'm gonna fucking be alone forever, dude. <laughs> okay, so let me see. Some of these are. Some of these are better than others. I would like the listeners to know that you've been compiling your character list for a different podcast, <laughs> according to you, for months. And then you handed me a pen and a note card and said, hey, come up with 15 characters in seven minutes. You just ruined my new romance, so, with your adrenochrome joke, so. So we're back then. Yeah, I guess we're even. I'm glad you liked it, though. I still take that compliment. I don't know that I liked it. It hurt. It hurt me. I don't think it's, what, it's so, it's so dark. It's so disturbing to think about what if that, that was a kid would be confident about his own adrenochrome yeah. levels. He's like, and plus he's sixteen. I don't even want to keep riffing on that. It's age. like, if it was real though, and you're just making jokes about it, think about that. Though. I don't think about that because it isn't. So, coming up next on the show, on the big show here, we got one more guest. Uh, you know, this guy has a special skill. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but uh, he insists on talking to me specifically and not <laughs> Colton, so that's kind of weird. This is a religious gay conversion specialist. Thank you so much for coming to Thank the show. Thank you. Okay, this is... It's very fun to be here today. I love the energy in the studio. Uh, the studio is... The energy is It's all big here. smiles, big handsome smiles in here. Oh, oh, thank you. I think that <laughs> You're was... welcome. Okay. You're um, handsome. That's okay. Now, I'm kind of confused. You wanted to come on and talk to me specifically. I'm not gay, so I don't know... Right, right. ...what your skill set no, is really... Maybe no one is. You know? Do you ever think about that? And just because we do stuff okay. doesn't mean we are stuff. You ever think about that, Stevie? Yeah, it's an audio medium. There's no need to touch uh, each other. Well, while you know, I'm just trying to show you that I'm here, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a handsome man, and you're a handsome man, and we are fine. Right, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, when I think of friends or podcast guests, I don't take into consideration how handsome people are. And if somebody was going to mm. get, if they were gay and didn't want to be, and they wanted to get converted, what does that look like? What's your process? Basically, I would be alone with them in a cabin for about <laughs> two months. It takes two months uh-huh. to convert somebody back to being straight. It's I've struggled with that myself, and so in those two months, we can. So you used to be gay. Well, n- nobody's gay. No, but everyone starts out straight, then they get confused. I don't want to get into all the science behind it. I just would like to tell you of that you don't. a lot of people who struggle with homosexual urges will take my cabin class, my private retreat, and get those urges out. If you uh... And how much is your cabin class? It's free. 
Wow. So it's subsidized by the church that you are a uh-huh, uh-huh. they donate of and or... um I take um you know a lot of handsome young men out <laughs> to my cabin and uh, I just have one quick question. For you know, you. I just oh god. Do you believe in adrenochrome? Dude, <laughs> I'm about to lose it today on this. I it's so dark. You know, and for the record, those were adult, handsome people he was bringing to the cabin. So no, that's not even a no. Good joke. It, the pastor is just as bad as the fake lizard adrenochrome sucker. It's a sixteen at best. I feel like I'm really. And there's so much you. of this shit, man. Like I'm trying to find it funny. I'm trying to find it funny for the podcast, but it's just. For the record, you found it really funny when I first... What the kind of... fuck, dude? It's like... So that was the character game. I liked it. I, thought I was, was having a, fun. A great I, new I was bit. having fun. Okay, well then I will say I'm sorry I ruined it. Do you want to do some cards? Yeah, let's do some cards. We know that one doesn't make anyone upset or... You know, maybe I'll continue to be upset. It seems as if you might. All right, this first card I found, I think it has an interesting question. Um, do you even fucking care? Do you even fucking care one fucking bit? Do you even fucking give a shit? It really says that on the card? It doesn't say anything on the card. That's the whole Whoa, game. Whoa, <laughs> They're blank cards. We cycle through them. It's a great bit. You didn't even like it the first week you exposed it. Guilty again, and again, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's got my mood. And flip- I do care about sex trafficking. Just all the I sex trafficking go talk. Record. It's got my mood flipping, dude. It's it's triggering me. I mean, I will seriously vote for Ashton Kutcher <laughs> whenever he decides to make that. I do move. have acorns? Is that his thing? He's spo- he's sponsored by them, or he does commercials for them, or I think he's like an investor. So that's probably his relationship to that. Well, could be wrong. By that logic, I'm sponsored by Acorns because I also invest with them. You invest in that company? You own stock in that company? I will. I will. So by that logic. I mean, they're managing my IRA. So if they believe in their own company, hopefully I have some stock <laughs> invested in them. Good point. <laughs> Good point. That would be a red flag if they didn't have any of your money invested in their, their stock app. in yeah. my RA through them. I actually have two separate ones set up through them. One that's a little bit easier to dissolve if I need to or pull. Okay, well. One for a kid, one for me. And then if I never have a kid, both for me. Or one to like open a bar or something. So I can have a kid. I'm never going to have a kid, probably, man. I'm just not stable enough. I don't know. I mean, you're a dude, so you got plenty of time to really decide if that's for you or not. I'm getting to where I want a kid. I think I'd be a pretty good dad. I just need to marry somebody with money so I can be a stay-at-home dad. But I I think I would nail it as a stay-at-home dad, dude, honestly. I think you might. Well, I don't know. The stay-at-home 
mom or dad thing to me is well i would still be doing stand-up yeah but like more as a hobby than what i'm doing now yeah because you'd have that sweet sweet trophy husband money actually if i had trophy husband money maybe i would get booked more people would actually like me what's your logic I don't know. Mm. Just seems true. Could be. Well, and if you're not, a big problem I have, I think I have is that I never hang out at the club on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday night. Yeah, I'm always super jealous of those people that I'll be doing like a weekend at hyenas, and they'll show up and just like, oh yeah, I really want to check this dude out, you know, whatever. Or I haven't seen the featured go up in a long time or you know i'm just like i wish i could do that yeah i'm too not that i think that's like a magic networking it kind of is though but i mean just the more your life revolves around stand-up a lot of unfunny people who get booked are the people who hang out at the club a lot which i wish i had the patience for that but i don't drink and if I'm drinking and trying to hang out at the club, then I'm definitely not going to get booked. <laughs> What's up, dude? You got any shows coming up? You want a shot, dude? It's me. That is a real bonding tool. You're a bonding. Ouch. We're two bonding tools when you think about it. That was one of the names we considered for the pod. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But you dismissed it. You, you exposed it. <laughs> uh, can I see the cards? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm just going to see if I can pick one up for one that you might like a lot. <laughs> they were upside down. You idiot. All right. You've got to write the ticket for who's going to run as a third party to become president in 2024. Bernie AOC. The presidential candidate has to be a Hollywood movie star, and the vice president has to be a music star. Movie star, music star? Mm-hmm. And you can't say Ashton Kutcher because I already used that. And that yeah. is not how I got the idea. Well, I probably wouldn't pick him anyway. That is what is written on the card. Well, first off, ugh. Ugh. Although, is it? would it be any fucking worse? Right. At the very least, you shake things up a little bit. Movie star Leo, just because he'd probably actually try to save the fucking planet. Leo DiCaprio. Sure. I know he's a creep, but so is JFK, and he's the best president we ever fucking had. So. <laughs> or he would have been if he didn't get capped. <laughs> so, Do you think that's the first time anybody has said that <laughs> about that? 
That he would have been the best president? No, just calling his assassination getting capped. No, probably not. People Dang, are. What a world. We live in Dallas. I've heard some super disrespectful stuff about JFK's assassination. Hell yeah. Do you know uh, John Brown's joke about? Yeah, you yeah. guys are the motherfuckers that put an X. Oh, this is where we got him. You want to hear time. that joke? I could do it word for word. Oh, really? I love that. Here's joke. where we got him the second time. <laughs> Come over here to the gift shop, get a t-shirt and a button for your book bag, but don't tell no jokes about it. That's <laughs> so good. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, a movie star. Yeah, probably Leo. So and then, Leo's pretty pretty good. I don't know. I feel like he's a bit out of it for the common... I guess they're all going to be like that. Well, maybe you just pick Dwayne Rock Johnson so you get a for sure win. Oh, I think the movie star is going to win no matter who it is. I don't know. Fucking maybe not. Dwayne the Rock Johnson would win. I think the Rock would be a great choice because he would win, but mainly because... If he had to stop doing movies and making shitty rap songs and... He makes rap songs? Nah, he's done like one. Um, I was trying to think of all the different things because he, he's like a famous workaholic, but really he just mainly does movies and television. But... What about wrestling? I don't think he wrestles too much anymore. Either way, if he had to stop doing his regular jobs and just focus on getting the... Who, who do you think <clears throat> would be the vice president? candidate <laughs> <laughs> I would be honest I'm hating this question a lot I hate that you hate it because I'm I think you're the right man for the job to pick the right man or woman for the job I don't know man it's a fucking vice president they don't do shit anyways vice it's... presidents don't have you know I don't know, because you're picking a celebrity president, so ideally you would pick a strong uh, vice president. Like, if I'm doing Dwayne The Rock Johnson as president, I want I want AOC as vice president, because then she'll actually be like, okay, well, if you're just going to be a celebrity president, I'll walk around and do all the fucking work. She's like, you know. Well, I hope she drops an album soon, or otherwise you can't pick her. I don't know, man. The whole idea that we would have a celebrity president makes me so sad. Okay, well, here's the cards. <laughs> what musician would you pick? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl? Yeah. Why? So the question can be over. <laughs> Why Dave Grohl? Is this the first... When you looked at me and asked me that all angrily, <laughs> that's... Uh... Oh, so now you understand improv. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, man. That got ugly. Yeah, this has been one of the I'm, more I'm kind of moody pods we've done. <laughs> where I'm sitting, I'm kind of moody today. I'm fucking high. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> do do I have my eyes look a little funny? Do you want some weed? No. I don't know, man. I regret a lot of things that I said today. I hate when I make people feel bad.
was like, oh, great praise to thee on high. Sing it. <laughs> oh, great praise to thee on high. Oh, great praise to thee. Oh, I love my big fat God. He's great. He's big. He looks like me. <laughs> like me. Okay. It's a one-year challenge. Okay? You have to become a heroin addict and then get clean off of heroin. Hell yeah. Go on. You get $3 million when you're done. Would you do it? If I could become a heroin addict, I want to set very specific rules. You have to use heroin daily for three weeks and then quit cold turkey. And if you even, like, take a Xanax when you're trying to quit, you lose the $3 million. And then the next time I do heroin, they take all my assets. Yeah, every... You can never do heroin again. Three weeks? Three weeks. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine that feeling what? as you knowingly throw away all that money to do that heroin? How much money does heroin cost? No, I mean the 3 million. Like when you relapse. <laughs> could you imagine the feeling how bad you would hate yourself? That's how I feel. That's how I would feel if I relapsed on alcohol. I don't think it is. I would feel pretty bad about it. Yeah. Hmm. But if you don't relapse on alcohol, you're not just set for life. I don't know if I'm dehydrated or what, but I am. I have a dark energy in me today. You're very combative. This is the most combative episode, and I'm not putting all the responsibility on you. That's for the listener to decide. No, I think listening back, which you never do. You always do, you fucking Well, asshole. you never fucking share it on Instagram either. Sorry. I did want to take that picture and say this is my favorite part of the week, and then we took a picture with your phone and I never received it. Oh, I have them all. So maybe that I'll do that today as I'm listening back to the episode, which I always do. But, okay, you should share the episode in your, at least your story. I will. Will you? Yes. Well, why weren't you already doing that? Just tell me. Tell me. Be honest. I mean, we shared it back and forth that one time. I don't. I don't know. I'm very bad at promoting stuff. You're embarrassed. You're embarrassed by the show. That's not true. I work so hard, and I appreciate you to make this show bad and 
if you can't enjoy how bad I make it. That's half the fun for me. Because I don't want it to be listenable. I'm not here to make people fucking like me. People think we're here to make jokes. People think we're here to talk politics. I can't people hear this think unless we're here... you tell me in a song. People here think we're here to talk about sex. I'm fucking playing. I'm fucking doing comedy. Can I hear it musically? Oh, great praise to thee. Oh, great praise to thee on high. Oh, I love my big fat God. He's fat and big. He looks like me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I could get better at the soundboard. You, uh, you know, it's kind of hard because, like, it says weird things. Like, the theme song is, like, Stole, you know? And then there's Kiss 1 and Kiss 2. Pretty easy. There's Love, which we haven't found. That's the one cue we're not using for anything at this point. Because these you can't really do in segments. But this is your song for questions. This is this is your song for questions. This is my song for questions. Mm-hmm. This is the theme song. This is now the character game. I, I want to thank you for coming on. I think the character interviews and the hymns the are hymn, gonna be the hymn was just a one time bit today. It was not. I'm not bringing it back unless you want me to. Because I have this, too. Oh, wait, no. Wait. It sounds pretty hemmy. Sorry. What's that hymn called? That one? Yeah. It's called...